Welcome back to Big Lezzers League. We're going to kick off looking at these predicted lineups. Obviously posted every single team's predicted lineup, both on my Instagram and on the Big Lezzers League TikTok page, obviously, yesterday. Uh, but let's have a look at these predicted sides. The way too early West Tigers side is first. Um, so we have Jareem Buller at fullback. David Nofaluma and Junior Tupo on the wings. We have Brett Naden and Adam Dewey in the centres. Jaden Sullivan and Aiden Caesar uh, in the halves. We have David Klemmer and Stefano Utsukamani to start in the front row with Api Korosau at nine. Uh, Isaiah Papali'i and John Bateman in the back row for Noah Pole at 13. Latu Fainu, Sean Bloor, Alex Twall and Justin Matsumua off the bench there for the West Tigers. Now, for me, uh, they still need maybe one mongrel forward, one mongrel front rower to come off the bench. I think that's pretty much all they need here. They've got their spine set. They've got Jareem Buller. They've got Jaden Sullivan. They've got Aiden Caesar. And they've got Api out there in the number nine. Their spine is set. Latufan, who's in the 14, they're obviously training him to come into the halves uh, a little bit down the track, obviously after Aiden Caesar. So they've even got the future set for the next few years. And don't forget, they've got Jake Simpkins in reserve grade as well to be the backup at nine, as well as Talon De Silva, also in reserve grade, and uh, Rua Nagatakura. Um, who is also in reserve grade as well. You might recognize that name. I believe he was the Cook Islands number nine uh, in the Pacific Championship. So they've got a few number nines there to back up from Happy Coruscant as well. So they are in good nick going into next season. They have got a lot of forwards going into next year. Um, they have also got a few outside backs, but I believe they need a few more. They've only got Adam Dewey, uh, Asukapoa, who Asukapoa pretty much has transitioned into the forwards. Uh, Brett Naden, Charlie Staines, David Nofaluma, Jareem Buller, uh, Josh Folletti. Uh, we've also got Junior Tupo, Stafford Toa, and Tristan Riley. They do need another fullback. I think they do need another fullback in this squad. I also think they need a few more outside backs, maybe one or two. And I think then they're sorted. But for me, so far, in terms of recruitment, the West Tigers have done a fucking sensational job. And you just look through this side. You've got stars in the back row in Isaiah Papali'i, John Bateman. You've got stars in the front row like David Klemmer, who we know is an absolute beast. Stefano Utsukamano, at his best, is an origin front rower. Uh, we've got really decent halves who, uh, with a bit of work, can really do well in guiding this side around. Aiden Caesar, obviously been in the NRL before and done some great things, even getting Canberra to a grand final. Uh, and Jaden Sullivan as well, really fresh, really raw, hasn't had a full season in his preferred position at 5-8. Uh, well, his preferred position is actually halfback, but um, you know he'd probably sit at 5-8 for me to start the year. Um, you know, I think that he, um, as I said, really raw, really fresh, hasn't had a full year in the halves. I think that he is going to be really, really good. I think from what I've seen from him, with a full year under his belt, he has a lot of potential. And then obviously, Jareem Buller, we know how much potential he has. Abby Coruscant at the nine. I mean, this side is really looking like an absolute force going into next year. Do I think they're going to make the top eight? 
No, I don't. But I do think they are going to be in and around that. I think they could get back to their spot of ninth or 10th if they really put in 100%. Um, I know when we talked to Lee about the West Tigers, he was very adamant they were going to be around the bottom of the ladder again. And look, they very well could be. We said the same thing about the West Tigers last year, that they were going to be really, really successful with their recruits. And they weren't. They got the spoon again. I really do think they're going to push themselves up and they're going to have a massive improvement because now, all the missing pieces have started to go in and it looks like a really polished rugby league side as well. But it's just about um, keeping consistency in that rugby league side as well. Keeping consistency in the halves. If Jaden Sullivan doesn't work, at least stick him out to Origin. You know, stuff like that. Keeping the consistency in the spine is going to be massive for them because they've had a lot of changes um, this season which has cost them pretty much getting anywhere higher than a wooden spoon. Uh, well, let's have a look at the Dragons side. They are the predicted wooded spooners for next year. So, uh, starting off with some pretty big calls. Zach Lomax is at fullback. Um, I think that he will start the year there from all evidence um, from the preseason and from you know comments from him, comments from uh, Shane Flanagan. Zach Lomax will be the starting fullback. I'd have Tyrell Sloan and Michaela Ravalawa on the wings. I think Sloan, from what I've seen from him on the wing, and this is just purely at um, international land. There might have been one or two games where he's been there uh, in club land, but purely from international land, he's played his best footy on the wing. I think he could be a really good winger. And I think in his development, I think sitting him on the wing for at least majority of this season, if Zach Lomax doesn't work, then you move Sloan back to fullback. But uh, at least for the first six to eight weeks, I'm putting Tyros Sloan on the wing and just letting him play in this rugby league side, get fed good ball from his center, which will be for me, Jack Bird. Um, and then just really playing some decent football. And that's why I've got Jack Bird there at center purely for the development of Tyrell Sloan, giving him good ball. He's got halves experience. He's got good ball playing. He's played center before. I think that uh, Jack Bird would be perfect. Uh, and then Moses Sully at the other center. At his best, Moses Sully is an absolute powerhouse. So him at the other center for me was almost a lock. Um, Talatau Amon, we did have him at six when we put out this side. Since then, he's pretty much been made unavailable um, for that jersey. So, obviously, that means that we're going to have to be putting Kyle Flanagan in. I didn't even have Kyle Flanagan in the 17 to start the year. I think that Shane would be smart enough to put him in a reserve grade to start the year. This is uh, obviously, you know, pre-Talatel uh, Amon going to prison, but... Um, yeah, look, I think Kyle Flanagan then would start the year at six with Ben Hunt at seven. Uh, Blake Laurie and Hamay Sele in the heart, uh, in the front row, sorry, not in the halves, fucking hell. Uh, Hamay Sele, I think, comes into this side and starts. We've seen the impact he has for South Sydney. I think he definitely starts in the front row. Uh, Blake Laurie is in the other front row. Jacob Little is at nine. Uh, Jaden Sewer and Dan Russell in the back row with Jack DeBellin at 13. Dan Russell's been someone I've been really impressed with, and even for PNG, he's done a pretty decent job there on the edge. He's someone that I think could really take off this season. Even if the Dragons just get the tiniest bit of go forward in the games they win, he is going to be sensational. And Jaden Sewer, 
We all know how good he can be at his best. He isn't the youngest guy in the world either anymore. I think he's 28, 29, Jaden Sewer. So he's one of the more experienced guys in the pack. I'd love to see that from him this season. Uh, Jack Bell, we know how good he can be in the third and We've only seen that this season. Uh, Connor Millesen in the number 14 jersey as a backup number nine. I doubt that they would play a half or something like that in the 14 jersey. Um, I think that next season, Kyle Flanagan won't be a nine, which is why I don't think he'll be in that 14 jersey. And that is pretty much backed up from the fact that he's going to have to play 5-8 next season, Kyle Flanagan. So Conor Mulesen in the 14. Uh, Michael Molo uh, as one of the bench forwards. I think off the bench, he's played his best footy. Billy Burns, I think, you know, they, they've got to re-sign him. If they don't, they're absolutely kidding themselves. Uh, the Dragons, it's something they definitely need to do going into next season. Uh, and Jaden Hunt, I was only made aware that he's actually not in this squad at the moment. I believe he's signed with the Broncos. Could be very wrong, um, but that's what I've heard from one of the fans. So I'll have to look deeper into that. Um, but yeah, look, he might not even be in this side going into next year. So that was a real fuck up for me. Uh, in terms of who replaces him, I think it will be Michael Molo, brother of Francis Molo. Uh, he comes into this side in the forward rotation. Uh, but you know, things that we need to change for this team. Uh, this was obviously posted pre knowing that Billy Burns hadn't re-signed yet. Pre Taltel and Moan and all the issues that he's had. Uh, and obviously pre knowing that Jaden Hunt, uh, was potentially not even in this squad going into next year. Um, if I had to pick anything, and I've just had a look at uh, Zero Tackle and, and all the, the news regarding Jaden Hunt not being signed with someone else or not being signed yet, he's just in limbo. He hasn't signed anywhere yet. He's just in limbo. Um, so he can still potentially be there. I'd put stars next to Billy Burns and Jaden Hunt. If they re-sign, they're there for me. If they re-sign, they're coming off the bench, Billy Burns and Jaden Hunt. A lot of people are off Billy Burns. They don't think he should be in the side. I love him. I think that from the back end of last uh, this season pass, he has proved that he is a very, very, uh, you know, talented forward, um, his defense, his attack, um, you know, we've seen some really solid games from him at the back end of the year, particularly when St. George were really struggling. He stood up a few times and had some big performances. I really think if they lose him, I have no doubt that either Penrith are going to take him back or that he's going to go to a Melbourne Storm somewhere that needs a back rower and he's going to kill it. Even a center. He could hop into the centers and do a really good job. Um, I think that having him on the bench for the Dragons would be a massive, massive boost in terms of their rotation. Even coming through the middle and just playing some really, really classy, silky football. We know he can do it. I'd love to see him do it um, for the Dragons, but they need to re-sign him. They need to re-sign Jaden Hunt because I was impressed with some of the stints that he had coming off the bench for this side as well. Um, you know, all of these guys that are off contract, they need to consider if they're re-signing them or not. Uh, you know, obviously they're figuring out this season if they're signing uh, Joseph Manu, which they've offered him pretty much the fucking kitchen sink to get him. Um, so you'd have to think that Manu would be there and be at fullback next season or potentially even 5'8". If Lomax kills it at fullback, we could even see uh, Manu hop into 5'8 for the Dragons alongside Ben Hunt. So, um, yeah, look, very keen to see what happens there. But, yeah, look, I think they need to figure out who they want, who they need. 
Uh, for me, they do need a few more forwards uh, in their squad. Um, they have only filled 26 out of the 30-man squad. So maybe one more forward. Then they need a 5'8", a halfback, and a fullback uh, as backup for Ben Hunt, backup for Kyle Flanagan, and backup for Zach Lomax as well in that fullback jersey as well because they have lost a little bit of depth this season. Obviously losing Jaden Hunt, now losing Amone as well. Uh, sorry, not Jaden Hunt, losing Jaden Sullivan as well as Amone. Um, they really need to get some depth in the halves because they're going to be in some real trouble if their halves pairing is Kyle Flanagan and Jack Bird in the origin period. They need a genuine 5'8 to come in. They also need um, a genuine number 7. I am not convinced that Flano is a number 7. I think he's a number 6. To be honest, I think that he's going to go well uh, in a halves pairing of Ben Hunt, who can control the side, and Kyle Flanagan, who can just play his footy. I think he's going to go really well. Um, even when we saw him at 7 with um, Matt Burton at 6, there were some instances where Burton would even take control of the side and steer the ship and Kyle Flanagan would just play some silky footy. I'd love to see that from him with Ben Hunt taking the reins and then you see Kyle Flanagan controlling, uh, not controlling the side, you see Kyle Flanagan playing his silky footy while Ben Hunt controls the side and steers the ship. I think that would be really, really good for the Dragons and especially when he's pretty much the first choice number six now. Um, yeah, look, I mean, it'd be very interesting to see how this side goes. We could be totally wrong. Kyle Flanagan could come in as a number nine, um, and we could see Jack Bird start the year at six as well because he's played a bit of six um, this season past as well. So, um, yeah, very keen to see how this side looks going into next year, but they've got a few issues, uh, not just in terms of the squad, but internally as well that they need to sort out before next season. Uh, let's look at this Bulldog side for next season. You guys were big fans of this one. Uh, the only thing that you guys weren't fans of is Blake Taff. Uh, you guys really weren't uh, a fans of Blake Taff in this side. Um, being a fullback, a lot of you guys said that he was going to be a reserve grade number one. He is an absolute fucking freak. And he proved in reserve grade that he is a first grader. And he proved in first grade that he's a first grader in some really big moments, especially in that final, I think two years ago now against Penrith where he got the shit kicked out of him uh, and he would catch every single bomb there was. Um, yeah, he was an absolute freak. He is an absolute freak and he deserves to be in first grade. And with the uh, way this side is built and all the side, uh, all the people that they've bought, I think that Blake Taff fits perfectly in this puzzle at fullback. I think he could do a really good job there. Um, Josh Adokar and Jacob Kiraz on the wings. I think that... You know, Adokar is still 50-50 if he's going to leave. This was posted way before the rumors of him leaving came out. Uh, so maybe put a little bit of a start next to his name. Uh, Jacob Kiraz on the other wing. He's definitely a winger. I think from what I've seen this season past, he's definitely not a center. Uh, Bronson Sherry starts the year at right center next to Jacob Kiraz. For me, I think that he's going to do a really good job there too. Uh, and Stephen Crichton in the other center. I don't think he's a fullback. I think he's a center. Give him a roaming license for sure, but I don't think he is a fullback. Uh, you know, out and out fullback either. Uh, I think he's a really good center. Uh, I'd love to see him start the year at center. And then if Blake Taft doesn't work, maybe then move him to fullback. But I wouldn't really test that out uh, until maybe six to eight weeks in. 
Um, Matt Burton and Toby Sexton to start the year. That's something they do need. They do need a seven uh, in this side. Uh, you know, they need a backup seven, but they also do need an out-and-out uh, game-controlling seven. I think that Toby Sexton is too silky and classy. Uh, and, you know, it's not, not a bad thing at all. I mean, silkiness and classiness, but he's a bit too off the cuff for me uh, for what Matt Burton needs. Matt Burton needs a controlling number seven, someone to steer the ship, someone like a Cooper Cronk just to come in and steer the ship. Now, we saw some great signs when they were playing some really fast football, uh, especially when he came in. Those first two games were great. Um, but I think that uh, it's going to start well for the Bulldogs. I think that... Going into the season, they're really going to need someone to steer the ship. I would love them to bring in Drew Hutchison or at least announce that signing for next year and have him as a backup, maybe even have him uh, coming off the bench in a back row sort of role or uh, in Jermaine Salmon's current role, coming on and you know just hopping in where they need him. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, I think that he would be great at number seven to start. Rogerson, I think he's been really unlucky, obviously going to the Super League and then coming back and being told he's a utility. Um, I think has been really unlucky for him. But uh, yeah, look, I mean, going into this side, I think that he could definitely be exactly what this Bulldogs team needs. Um, CSCY Takiyaho and Liam Knight in the front row with Reid Marnie at nine. Apparently, they haven't even announced the signing of CSCY Takiyaho yet, which is... Um, very confusing. They need to do that soon. They need to get that sorted soon because he might not be there going into next year as well. So a little star next to his name. If they sign him uh, with his experience and his knowledge of the game, I think he starts and I think he could be very dangerous for this side as well. Reid Marnie at nine. Um, I think that it was a very off year for Reid Marnie. I think that he comes in and kills it this season. We saw how good he can be in the preseason of this season past. Going into next year, I think he's going to be a freak, and I think he has the potential to be a freak this uh, going into next season as well with the purchases they have. There's going to be a lot of more. There's going to be a lot more go forward in this side. Let's just say that. Uh, Viliami Kikiao and Jacob Preston in the back row. Preston really impressed me. Uh, no pun intended. I think that he is going to be great. Going into this season, I was very, very surprised he wasn't in the discussion of Rookie of the Year. Um, I think that this season, there's a good chance he could be in and around the Origin squad if he plays to his potential. Uh, I don't think he'll be anywhere near the 17 for Origin, but he'll be in that squad uh, just to blood him into the Origin squad as well. I think he's a real, real star of the future, Jacob Preston. Sort of an old school mixed with new school back rower, which I love. Uh, and Viliami Kikiao, I think, could kill it this year as well in that left-back row spot. Uh, obviously, going down with uh, Stephen Crichton and potentially Josh Adokara as well. Blake Taff roaming that side, I think, would be so, so dangerous. Um, I think that that left edge is really going to see some success going into this coming season in 2024. Uh, and Raymond Mariner again, I love my experience starting. I think he starts in the 13. Uh, then on the bench, Jermaine Salmon, as I said, can pretty much come on and play wherever they need him to come on, whether it's nine, whether it's in the halves if there's injury, whether it's in the back row, whether it's at lock, he can come in and fill in uh, in a lot of places. Jermaine Salmon, even at center. Uh, Max King, obviously, I think... Uh, you know, him and Ryan Sutton, they both started the year starting. That little combo coming off the bench and providing impact off the bench would be dangerous for me. So Max King, Ryan Sutton off the bench. I think they provide more go forward going off the bench. I think we saw the best 
of Max King at Melbourne coming off the bench and providing impact. I think that he could play a similar role in this side. Uh, and Corey Waddell isn't there anymore. So I would have instead... Um, let's have a look at their squad. I need to double check their squad too. Just to think of another front row because I cannot think of one off the top of my head. Um, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Team for the Bulldogs. Jaden Knockenball's a chance of being there. I don't think he will, though. I think it is the redemption season of Chris Patolo. He can fill in in the back row, lock, and front row. He's a real star. He was unlucky with injury this season. He is going to be a massive, massive play for them off the bench. He is an absolute weapon. Absolute weapon in the forwards. Remember his name, Chris Patolo, because he's going to be in and around the side for majority of the year. Um, Chris Patolo, he will come off the bench then. Yes, it's pretty much a full bench of front rowers, but Max King can play in the back row or at lock as well. We've seen that at Melbourne. Um, so they have a little bit of versatility and leniency in their front row rotation as well. So, um, yeah, look, I mean, for Waddell, it's going to be Chris Patolo for me. Another guy that could be there, obviously, is Jaden Knockenborg, we've seen him come in and play in the back row last season as well. Uh, the next teams we'll be going through uh, when looking at the starting 17s are the Titans, um, the Dolphins, and the Manly Seagulls as well. So stay tuned for those. One.